What is going on, everybody? This is Party Card Sports Disc Golf Edition. Nate, Disc Golf, what's going on? Your boys are back at it again with the Disc Golf. We're going to wrap up the PCS Open. We got a little bit of European Open in our pickums, as well as a nice discussion topic that we came up with on the fly. But to start us off, the PCS Open, kind of recap, we got the MPO. What? Was that discussion topic making a scene? Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had, dude, to throw, I'm, had to throw that in there. I thought it was pretty funny. Dude, we, we don't make scenes on this on this show oh, I'll, I'll all the time. A, I'll make a scene. But uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go streak the quad. Go streak to the quad. Go streak the quad. We're all doing it. Who's we? <laughs> all right. Okay, you don't have to quote the whole movie. <laughs> so we have the PCS open. Very interesting. Uh you know, I said that Paul wasn't gonna come back and uh Motherfucker had to come back. He comes back from, what was it, two strokes down? Yeah, he was two strokes down going into the last round. Ends up winning by five. In the words of Conor McGregor, surprise, surprise, the king is back. Well, here's my theory on that, and I'll get to it after I wrap out the podium. So James Proctor had the lead going into the last round, uh, ended up kind of giving it away on the back nine. He takes second. Calvin rounds out the podium at third. Look, obviously, Paul shot a tremendous last round, the best round of the weekend in all of MPO. But let's be honest. Wait, oh, oh, before you get into this, you're, you're trying to. You, no. I want you to say live on this podcast that you were wrong. I literally said that 30 seconds ago. No, no, no. I want, it, I want you to say, Cody, you were right. And I was wrong because Cody said Paul is going to come back and win this tournament. And Nate said there's not a chance. You did not say I did. Paul was going I did. to. We you said Paul could. I said there's no way he could. Yeah. You did not say Paul I will. I said he could. No. You did. You said he could. You didn't say he You said will. he couldn't. I said he could. No. I'm going to need you to say, Cody, you're right. Paul is the goat. And he still smells blood in the water. And then... You can say you were wrong. Look, I was wrong. I'm not saying that you're right. I was wrong in underestimating Paul. And here's why. Paul obviously shot a good round. forty. I believe it was 49 for the last round. Yep. Uh, but let's be honest. James Proctor pretty much did all the damage himself on the back nine and gave Paul the lead. Calvin, uh, that was the absolute worst I've ever seen his putter, ever, especially in the, in the last round of a of an Elite Series. I think some of that had to do with their, that being kind of their first week or week and a half there in Europe. Because if we take a look at Paul's first tournament in Europe, it was his worst finish of his entire season. Excuses. Well, we talk about excuses. And now that some of these guys have been over there for now a couple of weeks, they're all kind of putting it to Paul on a course that he owns in the European Open. And Paul's tied for 30th. Yeah. Yep, and like you said before in this other tournament, he has no chance of winning, none whatsoever, but Paul look what has, already happened. Paul has zero chance of coming back in the European Open. Put your money where your mouth is. At 20. I didn't say I was betting you. I said put your money where your mouth is. I'm not putting my money where your mouth is. No, that's fucking weird. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, I got credit. Is that okay? But anyways, no, I mean... I mean, Paul, Paul shot good. 
You can't you can't take that away from him, but a forty nine. James Proctor thousand ninety four in the round. James Proctor and Calvin pretty much got out of his way. Give them both fifty threes in this, and they he, Paul still kills them. It's not so much that; it's that James Proctor. Uh, did you even watch the coverage? I'm, yeah. I'm taking his no. Yeah, they no. both shit the bed, but hey, guess what? It wouldn't have mattered because Paul shot a forty nine. Yeah, Paul shot a forty nine, but literally all. It's Cal- like saying, "Oh, the the kicker missed a field goal," but it doesn't matter because they're they're down by fourteen. So Paul won by five. Yeah, there was two two stroke swings on the back nine for for James Proctor. That's four strokes in two holes. Okay. You take away those two holes, Paul only wins by one. That's still a and win. Then, that, what are true. we arguing? That's true. And then all James Proctor has to do is not fuck up another bogey on the front. No, he didn't shoot a bogey on the front. Listen, it's Paul's, it's Paul's ocean, and everybody else is just swimming in it. Look, you you can believe in Paul all you want. I think he's still kind of washed. We'll we'll see more when he gets back on American soil yeah. at Ledgestone. A washed person shoots a thousand ninety four rated round. Yeah, and what is he doing this weekend after shooting a thousand ninety four on a course that he's owned in an event that he basically runs himself? I'm I'm exaggerating that. That's a huge exaggeration. But let's get on to FPO. Uh, Chris Tatar holds off Miss Gannon, winning by one stroke. Gannon ends up taking third. Evelina Solomon, you know, she had the hot first round, but we all know how she likes to do her tournaments and ends up taking third. Pretty much hits the bed in the second round. Way to go. I don't understand how you shoot a thousand three rated round and then shoot a 945 rated round. Hey, Ask Kevin Jones. He was 10 strokes different between his first and second round last week. That is that is rough, dude. Like, rough, rough. 59 to 68. But it's it's Evelina, though. I mean, uh. you, you've seen the meme <laughs> of her just putting around the green. I know, but yeah. it, it, to have, like, a stroke lead. Oh, shooting. Oh, to have a, a four-stroke lead, four? yeah. you lost it instantly. like, And you still only lost by three. So if you could have just put together a slightly better round in the second round, you could win this tournament. In her home, in in England, you know, you're Europe, Europe. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Like just, just, try. just clean it up. Just try. How do you do that? Happens when the pressure's on. So bad, <laughs> so bad. Yeah, she she's not the best FPO pro. Inconsistent. There. It goes from like yeah. really good to really bad, really instantly. Fast. Yeah, I mean, she can bomb a mile for an FPO player, but she and then Miss again and tried to catch Tatar, Tatar, but it just wasn't enough. Yeah, I mean, Tatar only had and Tatar really didn't play that good. No, she didn't. I mean, she. I mean, yeah, the second round, the almost but, thousand rated round. But, but we talk about what she's doing to the FPO field currently in the European Open. Ah, uh, we ha- we will when we get there. I mean, there's not there's not much to say. So, going on to the European Open this week. So, the European Open is absolutely a fantastic... Still two more rounds to go. We've already picked our guys. We'll talk about that later because it started on Thursday. Yep. So, we did a mock deal. But the European Open, absolutely fantastic event uh, and has held some pretty awesome battles to watch. We had Eagle versus Paul in 2022 where Eagle took him down by, I believe, one stroke. Uh, 2019, Eagle and Paul going at it again. Paul took it down by a couple strokes. You know, in, in 2021, 
there were no pros travel to the European Open, or I guess no American pros travel to, to 2021. And then 2020, there was no European Open, the shutdown. Uh, 2018, Simon's big win on, on the big stage for his first major. Uh, 2017, Paul edged out Greg Barsby by a stroke. So, I mean, like I said, Dude. I mean, Paul has always done well in the European Open on this on this course, on this layout. He owns this stage. Yeah. And then, obviously, we can't forget about last year's antics with Nico just absolutely having uh, a fucking bitch fit on the official. He's lucky to still be on tour. Fuck that guy. That's, that had nothing to do with matchups. You just no. Just I mean, that was just, that was just European Open facts. And, and Simon's not even here, which is nope. a letdown. I uh, I swear he said that he was going to be here. I didn't see anything on the socials. Then again, I didn't. It's go looking there. like it's going to be a, a Eagle AB run to the finish, in my opinion. Yeah, we're looking at now AB after round two, nineteen under. He's got two stroke lead over Albert Tam and Eagle McMahon. Calvin's out of the. Out of the podium, so that's cool. He'll find a way to at least make a push for the podium. He's only Meh. he's only three strokes back of the podium. Meh. And on this course, apparently, because I guess Ricky's he's playing like really windy, again. struggling. Ricky, I'm putting up a quotation. Ricky's struggling. I mean, he's struggling for Ricky. Paul struggling all the way down there. Paul shot a sixty-three. This seems like a uh, pattern for Paul. To be honest, well, he shoots a good first. Bad second, and then does something in the third. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. But I, uh, I'm saying it right now. I don't think I'm gonna. I'm gonna say there's always back. a chance for Paul to come back. There's always a chance for Paul to come back. But I think right now you're looking at top eleven as guys that have a chance to win. So, so thirteen down to nineteen down. I think outside that for, for two rounds, absolutely. Yeah. I think outside that you're you're done. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I think and when it gets into the last day, four to five strokes. And that's if someone just absolutely shoots off, you know, like how Paul did in the last round to win. Right. I mean, you, you saw a whole bunch of different numbers. Like, like Corey Ellis went from 59 to 52 today. AB went from 56 to 51. Yeah. So you're, you're seeing a whole bunch of jumps, but you're also seeing jumps up, uh, the other direction too. Like Paul shot. Oh, where's he at? Bradley Williams. Paul shot 53. 55 and 63. Bradley Williams had a small drop off at. He shot a 57 today. I think he shot 56 yesterday. Yeah. No, 55, uh, round one, 57. So that's not a huge drop off. That's just a stroke here and there. But it's just. It, James Proctor putting in a 56 and getting a 59. AB is definitely a guy I would. I never would have thought of leading this tournament at all. The, di- the distance is there. Well, like, the ori- distance is always there. Originally, I wanted to to pick Simon for his distance, but Ezra Ader Hold is a guy that I definitely didn't have up there. He's been playing very slow and not. I'm telling you, to a good start at all. Ezra does this though. I swear, I've seen him a couple times this year where he has a good round and then drops off the table. Well, I mean, he shot a 54 and then a 57, so he had a small drop off. So he's, he's slowly dropping to where he usually goes. <laughs> Uh, I can see AB winning. I can also see Eagle winning. He lost it to Paul not too long ago. I I don't think AB wins this. If he does, kudos to him because his putter must have really been on today. Yeah, I'm it, I'm sure when we go back and watch, since I didn't want to wake up, oh, I didn't want to live stream it at work in the middle of the day to watch. You wouldn't have live streamed it at work. 
Uh, uh, yeah. er- early in the morning. Yeah, it'd been like five, six in the morning, right? Yeah. They would have been wrapping up by the time you were pretty much pulling out your phone at work. You think so? I think they not started. All the sco- not all the scores were in on Thursday. I think they started streaming, I guess, streaming live at 4.30. So they probably went out at five o'clock this morning, our time. Yeah, they wouldn't have been done until like seven or eight. Uh, probably more like eight-ish. So I couldn't do that, so we'll go rewatch it. But I'm sure AB's putter was kind of on today. What sucks is it's not going to be dropped for like a month, I heard, on post-round. Why? That is something I... Th- is, I that one, is that one of those Jomez deals with ESPN? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think it's with the ESPN. I think it's because it's a PDGA major, and they're trying to push uh, uh, DGN. So I swear that's what I heard okay. on Joe Meds is that it's going to be post-production after a month. I could be wrong. I'm not 100% sure, but I thought I heard that somewhere. Okay. But um, let's yeah. get in, let's get into our pickums. So Wait a minute. What? Oh, my goodness. FPO. Oh, uh, there's nothing to say about FPO. Christian Tatar is up by 13 yeah. strokes. That's all we need. After to say. two rounds, yeah. and no one, no one is else is under par. It. No one's gonna push it. No one, no other female is under par. No, it's over. It's already yeah. that's it two rounds ago. It's already over. All right, cool. That's all we had to say about FPO. Party card pickums. You know, score another one for the good guys as Antela comes back against KJ, who shit the bed. You know, you were looking pretty, and I was scared. I was like, of course, Cody's going to go back to, of course. Cody's going to go back to KJ well early and get another fucking point on me. But four, four stroke lead again, and then he just literally like, shoots, he, he shoots so bad. He shoots what? Like a, what would we say? Like a 56, and then shoots the 66 the second round. A 10 stroke difference. Sorry, my I'm tapping so loudly because I have to go so far down the list to find his name. For what? KJ. Oh, and the he, shoots, he shoots 57. And then shoots 67. 1,038. Then shoots a 67, 972. Then follows that up with a 65, 973. My kind of guy right there. Is is he just like the MPO's version of Evelina or what? Well, what's crazy is like a couple years ago, KJ was just... Lead card after lead card after lead card. Podium, 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 what, podium. So what's the difference? But I have no idea. I think he's just spending too much time on the on the GK stuff and with Luke Humphreys, and he's just not focusing as much on diffs, on disc golf, I think, which is why we're not seeing as as much from Luke. I mean, Luke Humphreys is making more on his GK stuff than he is playing disc golf. I'm sure a lot of these guys are making more on sponsorships than they are on actually playing. Well, I'm not even talking about just playing. I mean... Luke Humphreys is making more just with his GK stuff, excluding his Prodigy shit. Yeah. Because Prodigy is garbage. But brings the, series, the season series, the 9-6, to six, for the good guys. Uh, with this being a major, it started on Thursday. We had to do a mock-up on Wednesday morning. Of course. Uh, of course we did. Yep. No, no research because it starts on Thursdays. We had plenty of time to do research. No. Except I fucked mine up. Because I had the wrong name down. I messed mine up, too. It's good. Because I thought he was playing. Yeah. So, anyways, we we mocked it up. I drew the 10, so I couldn't pick anybody in the top 10. So, that was fun. Cody drew the 5, so he couldn't pick any of the top 5. Cody also didn't have Medio or KJ available. Not which, a big deal. Yeah, wasn't a real big deal. I didn't have Colbert Dolan or Nikola Antela available, which Nikola Antela was, would have been a good pick, which happens to be where Cody went. Actually, it wasn't a good pick. It, 
You're only three back. There's still two we rounds all, to we, go. We all know how this goes. Look, we, if I'm in the lead, I lose the lead. If I'm in behind, I stay behind. That's how it works. So so pessimistic. Look, I, I mean, I, I literally have had the lead by strokes like one time with, and that was KJ last week, and he lost it big time. No, I mean you had to have the lead the other times when you won. I think I got that on the last day. So, so your statement was wrong when. When you're behind, you stay behind. Because either way, you're, your statement's wrong. Because you had to win because you won six I'm points. I'm never wrong. Except for Other when you Other people just don't understand. I went Bradley Williams. Uh, he's been he's been in Europe longer than the other American players, which is the only reason why I wanted to go with him. He also has one win while he's in Europe and one third-place finish. Uh, he kind of fell off the pace last week in the PCS Open with a 20th. But I do believe that he will have a decent finish. And as we were stating, as of now, Bradley Williams is three strokes over Nikola Antela. But that is not safe because Antela is pretty much a European tour master. So I am... He's never won it in the last, like, five years or so, but he has been there. Yeah, he's been definitely up... Wait, are we talking about the European Open or are we just talking about the European Tour? European Open. I'm talking about the European Tour. The like, Tour, of course, yeah. but the Open, he's he's never he hasn't won in, like, the last five years. Right. and. He, uh, but he's always been up there. Right. Which is why I picked him. You know how many times Bradley Williams has been up there? Never. Stupid. Like I said, the only reason why I picked Bradley Williams is because he's been, he's the only American been there longer, or not as long as Paul, but longer than everyone else. Other than, I guess Scott Stokely's been there for a while, but I don't even know if he's playing, and I'm definitely not picking Scott Stokely. No. W- wicked awesome guy, but he, he doesn't belong with the big dogs. No. At all. So... Are we going to move on to our discussion topic? Absolutely. Bring it bring it on, Cody. What was the discussion topic? Because you brought it up. So Out of the whim. We were talking about the first round the other day on Thursday morning when we were looking at scores. And uh, I basically was talking to Nate about Calvin Heimberg. And I'm like, oh, Calvin Heimberg shot minus four. But I was like, how can I make Calvin seem like he's just like a little kid? He's... He's not as good as everybody's saying. So I was like, ah, you know what? I'll call him, I'll call him, what a Hemiberg. Well, a Hemiberg didn't play too good. And that's how I stated it to Nate. And this idea clicked in my head. And I go, what if we nickname disc golfers that don't have nicknames? So that's what I did. Yeah. So I kind of played off your Heimberg. Hemiberg. 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 But. I'm doing it a slightly different way of not so much nicknames, but like tag names, you know? So I went nickname. Uh, I went, I went with like what, like how, you know how fighters get like their first name. Yeah. Like, like their tag yeah, name. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I went more like that. that. That's how I have it. Yeah. Like their tag name. Okay. So, but for Heimberg, I've got Calvin Heimberg hammer, the Heimberg hammer, the way he brings his putter up to his face then brings it down to his belt buckle slash wainer. It's like a hammer. And then he just hammers the putt. The Heimberg hammer. Call it, I call it the Pierce. No, stop. He doesn't do the little flick thing. He don't do that. <laughs> He's a dude. We flick other things. That's interesting. I didn't think... I didn't think... Uh, well, some pe- I didn't do Heimberg because some people call him Heimborg. Never heard of it. I like Cyborg... 
It's Heimberg. No. I mean, I've, I've, I've literally heard that from the, multiple people. The only thing I've ever heard for disc golf players being cyborg-ish related is Robot Chicken. And that's Chris Dickerson, the Robot Chicken. What? Wait, you never heard that? Chris Dickerson's called Robot Chicken? Yeah. Why? I don't fucking know. I, I, I don't know. That is, that's dumb. Anyway, moving on. I'm going to tell you the nickname. I just want you to see if you know All who right, it is. This will be fun. All right. The nickname is The Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Uh, Emerson Keith. No. Bah! It's Nico The Chihuahua La Castro. That's weird. I also have because, Nico on my list. Because his bark is always a bit louder, louder and more powerful than his bite. He likes to talk a lot of shit, get in people's face. And it's like... If you've ever if you've ever stepped up to a chihuahua, they take steps forward towards you, and then they're barking at you to back away. And then when you back away, you know, kind of like the whole ordeal you had in Europe the other day. Hey, man, get out of my face! You stepped up to me. Yeah, dumbass. <laughs> oh, Nico the Chihuahua, La Castro. So, like I said, I also have Nico on my list. I got Nico Stinky La Castro. Because he's a fucking turd. <laughs> and he just looks like a smelly hippie. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got to say about him. I don't have anything nice okay. to ever say about Nico. So Can't stand I went into uh, Anthony Barella. Fuck, I also have him on my list. And I went, I think, I don't know which one I want the more. It's the, the, the crane. Okay. So. Or the stork. All right, so we... So we went completely, well, I guess not opposite directions, but kind of opposite directions. I'm, th- I'm, I'm thinking the crane sounds kind of cooler. So Anthony the Crane Barella. And the reason why is because the dude's a freaking tower. But he's majestic. You know, his hair, long hair, blowing in the wind. Yeah, I can see that. Majestic. And now this week, like this is kind of cool that he's in the lead because I can say it's eagle. Versus the crane. That's a good one. Fucking shitty that we have the first two people the exact same. I also have AB. Anthony Wild Thing Barella. Because dude launched the disc a quarter mile away. We don't always know where it's going to go. But we know it's going forward. And it's going forward fast. Kind of like the Major League's yeah. Wild Thing. Wild Thing. And I, like you said, you know him bleeding the, the European Open. This can come to a very fiery finish and not in a good way for AB. Because we know how AB, you know, likes to have those blow up rounds late in tournaments. So it'll be interesting if AB can keep his cool or he's going to become wild thing and fucking send it all the way past the basket. OB. Okay. So my next. There's no way we have the same people for the next two. I'm just going to say it. Mason, the Ranger Ford. That's a good one. Ford motherfucking Ford Ranger. motherfucking Ranger. Ford fucking Ranger. So he's the Ranger. Mason, just because of his last name, and Ford fucking Ranger. I'm going to kind of stick with Mason Ford because... How do you have Mason Ford? No, no, I don't have Mason Ford, but I'm going to skip ahead in, in my notes because this guy's very, I would say, similar to Mason Ford in the way their stature is. Oh, so you have Emerson Keith. I've got Emerson Goliath Keith. 
The little man that can. I was thinking about uh, being like Emerson David Keith. No, that's fucking stupid. I know. That's why I didn't say it. Because I'm like, he's like David and Goliath, but it's like Goliath. That's why you gotta go the opposite. But he's not a Goliath. It was gonna be Emerson too tall, Keith. But I was like, oh no, Goliath is gonna it's way better. Way better. Much the- exponentially better. It should be like uh, Emerson Cotton Ke- uh, Keith because Cotton in King of the Hill was Hank's dad and he got his <laughs> shins chopped off in the war. That's funny. I can't go fitty man. I can't fitty man. <laughs> All right, I got I got one. Eagle Paxson McMahon. So you're telling me we had three of the same fucking people on our list? Yeah, I I. Eagle Paxson McMahon, because it looks like he shoves at Paxson. And he's like a surfer dude and like a skater type dude. I've got Eagle Heads Up McMahon from when he threw that grenade and (laughs) just drilled that poor guy. Heads up! (laughs) But, you know, I don't have any more on my list, but we're talking about Eagle. I've got Cody Discount Eagle McMahon Wyatt. Because that's shades. Dude, I'm telling you, we're going to post a picture of you on PCS. And people are gonna say, "God, Eagle put on some weight." My my, uh, <laughs> he doesn't have a beard. We cut it off. It'd be fine. You trim down. And he has long hair. Yeah, put a hat on. He wears a hat. I wear a hat. Exactly. I got one more. All right. <laughs> Evelina, the goalpost, Salonia. Dude, I tried to figure out a good one for her, and I I just couldn't and come up with one on the spot. And that's because you can go wide left. <laughs> Or ride right, but that ain't what's gonna get you home. That's that's a good one. That is a good one. I tried to figure out a good one for uh, Drew Gibson, but I I couldn't figure one out just because he, like, he's such a big dude, but has such a high pitched, like, cartoonish voice. But I I just couldn't figure one out. Uh, like like he's a dude. Like you look at him, you're like, oh man, this guy's gonna have like a huge deep voice, and he's like, hi guys, you know, like a fucking cartoon. You know, he almost sounds less masculine than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes just sounds like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. I would say that uh, Drew Gibson sounds like Kermit the, the Frog with helium. With like a little dose of helium. He's like a higher pitch Kermit. What do you I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Have you ever noticed how much Kayla Visca looks like an older Zac Efron? No, I... I I don't. Yeah, I, don't, dude, I, don't I, I don't watch I fucking feel, High School Musical over and I over again. I feel like Kayla Visca could be in related to Zac Efron. No. It's like Macaulay Culkin and Joe Burrow. Yes, they're related. They're not related. Stop. Get so he's like Spongebob or... Oh, yeah, Drew Gibson kind of sounds like... Slightly lower pitch than Spongebob. Hmm. I don't got one then. I can't think of one. I was trying to think of one for uh, Garrett Gerthy. I mean, no, you you can't. I mean, you got Garrett Gerthy, GG. Garrett Boomsauce Gerthy, because the dude just fucking mushes. Uh, Garrett, big guy in a little coat. Yeah, it's fun. I'm trying to look for fun. <gasps> Drew Drew Popeye Gibson. 
his forearms aren't that big. <laughs> I mean, dude's yoked, but he's not that big. I mean, Ezra Adelhold looks more like Popeye than uh, Drew Gibson does. I was it should be Ezra Tyrannibal, fucking <laughs> 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 T-ball. <laughs> Ezra T Ball. <laughs> oh my god. Did that fucking rhyme? That's a good Ezra one. Ezra T Ball Aderhole. Aderhold. Whatever. <laughs> he changes his name for his nickname. That's a good one. Ezra had fucking T Ball. That's good. For those of you that don't know what T Ball is, just go ahead and Google it. It's not very, it's it's not nice. It's actually Tyrannibal. <laughs> nah, we just, but T Ball is T T-ball, better for the nickname. Yeah. T Ball, you know. I'm sure if you went to Ezra and asked him if he was on T-Ball, he would know exactly what that meant. A hundred percent. You could rename uh, Paige Pierce to be Paige the Flamingo uh, Pierce. Paige the Flamingo Pierce. And you're going to ask me why a flamingo. And that's because they usually only stand on one leg. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my. That was, yeah. That's funny because she's broken it. Yeah, she's broken it. That's why it's funny. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even think about Paige Pierce because she's been kind of irrelevant. To talk, I, I was gonna try to think of one for Tatar, but then I was like, uh, eh. I could say the very many things I could about Tatar. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't. I was like, Nate's gonna have, I was like, Nate's gonna have one. I'm just gonna. Oh, leave uh, alone. yeah, I got a couple. So I'm just gonna leave um, that alone. But apparently. You said I was too misogynistic. I didn't say you were too misogynistic. I just said we'll never have a female FPO player on this podcast because they're going to listen to what Wrong. We'll never have a female FPO player on this podcast because we don't know people. Also, like, oh, well. <laughs> Irrelevant. <laughs> that was probably worse than anything you ever said. That right there? Yeah. It's definitely not. I saw. I said some pretty... Nasty things off mic yeah. while we were recording. Well, we don't talk about what we talk about. Yeah, that's what the mute button's for. That's why I got it. It's great. Well, that you have any more? Because I, I got nothing else to go with with the the discussion topic and the nicknames. The Rastafarian. What? Philo the Rastafarian? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's Philo Dreadbot. That's 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 not even a fun nickname. It's just like a disc name. Yeah, and it's fucking cool. Yeah, but the Rastafarian and, sounds and cool No, too. he also gets Philo Albatross. Brathwaite. That's it. That's it. I mean, he's goaded because of that one shot. Although you can't Albatross that hole, hole anymore, but yeah. Yeah, they made it harder. No, they it's the exact same hole. They just changed it to a par four. And to I, a par I, tried five. To, I really tried to avoid people that already had nicknames. That's why, like, Big Germ wasn't on there or... Uh, Papa Smurf, or... Who the fuck is Papa Smurf? Nate Sexton. Oh, okay. Or the Captain, Eulaberry, the Beast, Paul. McBeast. Saki Bomb. I, Saki Bomb or Raptor. Saki Bomb. Raptor Legs. I feel like I know more for Raptor Legs. Yeah, but Saki Bomb. I feel like we need to make cooler nicknames for disc golf players. I mean, all the cool players have cool names, whether they're a nickname or an actual name, like Simon Lazat. That's 
Lazat's a pretty fucking cool name. Eagle by itself is a fucking cool ass name. That's why Eagle, like, I made one for Eagle because I thought it was funny, but really, Eagle doesn't need a nickname because Eagle is, is a fucking is awesome name. Pretty badass. Go, let's go to the top 10. So we got Ricky, Saki Bomb, Raptor Leg, Weiss Hockey. Number two, Honey Heinberg, the Heinberg Hammer. Or, are you, are or, you or saying Heimborg. that's your number two? No, that's you just number two. Oh, you're I'm, saying go off of that? No, I was, I was just kind of... What's going, number three? I have no idea. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, disc Number three, I think, is Eagle, which we've already talked about. He doesn't need one. Number four, four is Paul McBeast Macbeth. Uh, number five was Simon Lazat. No, oh, that's fucking pretty cool. Mostly because he's foreign. Lazato. Uh Number six. What's his actual... Does he have a nickname? No. Simon? No, he, as far as I'm aware, you forgot James Proctor and Gannon Burr. Oh shit, I did. Oh, wow. Gannon Burr. Gannon Burr. Gannon. The Ice Age. Burr. What's what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Dude, that such a good movie. So underrated. So yeah, I like that one. Gannon, the Ice Age. Burr. That's a good one. That's a good one. James Proctor. James Proctor. Hmm. Like, that name just sounds like a fucking math teacher. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking it sounds like the te- James the Teacher Proctor. He looks like a teacher, too. Like, he looks like a guy that would just point to a whiteboard and say, here's the formula. Pythagorean uh, J- theorem. James the Professor Proctor. That's a good one. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Simon Lizard King Lizard. <laughs> well, he's got the Lizard. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Isaac Robinson. Isaac meet the Robinsons. Isaac <laughs> meet the Robinsons. Yeah, but that's not really a nickname. That's just a play on his name. Yeah, that's a good one, though. We'll, we'll move on from that one because I don't really know much about it. Nicholas Antlet. Pass. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know <laughs> nothing about him at all. Chris. Robot Chicken Dickerson. I mean, <laughs> Chicken Dickerson. I, I always feel like Chris Dickerson looks like a farmer to me. He does. Like someone that would be out there like with a dip in his mouth, like throwing <laughs> fucking like, horseshoe. Throwing hay bales and shit. Like that's what Dickerson looks like to me. I don't just know a, why. Just a lipper in there and just huge honker. Just... Chris Lipper Dickerson. I don't think you can put Lipper and Dickerson in the, in the Chris Copenhagen Dickerson. Wintergreen Dickerson. He yeah. looks like a wintergreen guy. Or we just call him the farmer. Chris Farmer Dickerson? Dickskin. Dickerson. Dixon. Rancher. <laughs> no, farm, farmer's way better. Way better. <laughs> Ranchers make too much money. I, that's the top ten. That's top ten? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go randomly. I'm going to pick. All right. Pick a number between. Fourteen. Okay. I have no idea who any of these players are. That's not, that's not good. Yep. Okay. The further I go down, it's worse. <laughs> Luke Humphreys. Got a nickname for Luke. Luke Skins Humphreys. Oh, it's such a weird name to have tagged with a guy. Skins. Luke. Sounds like Buffalo Bob. Luke, Luke Wednesday. Wednesdays Humphreys. <laughs> This kind of sounds like hump day. <laughs> <laughs> the camel. We'll call him the camel. Hey, what day is it? 
Hump day. It's hump day. So we call him the camel, Luke, the camel Humphreys. Yeah, I remember I used to play football with a guy named Mike, and we always did that on Wednesdays. Hey, Mike, what? What day is what it? What day is it, Mike? Guys, stop. What day is it, Mike? It's Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day. <laughs> well, that's really all I got. To that's be honest, all. I think that went further in depth with the nicknames that I thought we were going to go. We we went on down the list, but as we wrap up today's show. We have to mention a, a milestone that we finally met, and part of it is absolutely, you know, for our disc golf community, local and abroad. We finally reached the thousand download mark six months in, and I think it's further than you and I thought we were going to be six months in. Yes, no, maybe. I thought we'd be millionaires by now, to be honest. Well, that's why I'm here to keep this podcast <laughs> grounded. But uh, no, we're, we're super. Where's th- my Maserati? That's what you're gonna buy? No, and in, in all seriousness, <laughs> uh, I am pretty happy with where we've been going. We had a huge jump here this this past quarter, and I feel like it's only going up. I feel like everybody's the support's real. Uh, I've been getting asked questions, you know, just out at rounds by people, and you know, just everybody commenting on it. It's great. Like I, I did not expect that really. I expected us to do this, you know, podcast, and then we're basically going to be just still anonymous, but it's already shown that at least our community is liking it, at least. You can never be anonymous, Cody. You're too loud. Everyone uh, everyone knows as soon as you walk in the building. Uh, a big cat. What's that supposed to mean? I'm just saying, you're a big dude and you're fucking loud. But uh, as we move forward with our podcast, we, can, we hope to continue to grow, do the YouTube... Do some things out on the course. More video. More video. Do, Maybe do some live, live rounds. Too. We were thinking about popping on live when we go out and play some rounds. It's a bunch of Q&A stuff. We, we kind of don't have enough people in our lives to do Q, our lives to do Q&As right now. But, well, eventually maybe that could be a thing, you know. Uh, <sighs> more merch coming out. More, more Hopefully merch very soon. soon. I We are actually working with... One of our buddies that is working on a project for us right now, and that's coming soon. There's online a, store in the works. As we take another store in the step works. forward on that, that front. Is correct. We got a lot of stuff going down, and I that that's the part I figured. You know, we'd be doing this a year, and then maybe we'd get some merch out. But the merch went way, way better than I thought, and so potential local partner for the merch. Yeah, we're still I mean, working. There's on. a bunch of stuff that I didn't think was going to happen this quickly, and it's happening. And it's great. And I really appreciate all you guys' support. And hopefully we make a scene.